Okay, we are starting uh, Nezigen, Baba Kama. The Mishnah starts off in the beginning of Baba Kama, Arba Abba is Nezigen. There are four primary damages that things you have to pay for. And that is Hashar, an ox. Within the ox, the ox is the main category. Within the ox, there are many uh, Division One, which are called the Avos, and then subcategories of that, as we'll see in the Gemara. Hashar, Habar, Apit, Hamave. Now, Mave, the Gemara is unclear what it is. It's either Shane or Adam, the Gemara will talk about, and a Hever and a Fire. Now, the Mishnah now explains why do I need all four to be written? Why not just write? You have to pay for all damages. Why does the Pasuk have to describe all four? It says, The ox is not like Mave. Now, the Gemara will, the Mishnah doesn't say in what way are they different. The Mishnah just says there, there are differences, and that's why it's required to be written each one on its own. And Mave is not like a Shar. And the Gemara will explain in what capacity. And both of them are have a uniqueness, both a shar and a mava. Either a mava is a shane of an animal or it's a person, but either way, an ox and a mava are both living. is supposed to fire, which is not a living thing. And the ox, the mava, and the fire have one uniqueness that they all share, and that is that they all travel. Right? An ox travels, a person travels, and a fire travels. As opposed to a pit, which is stationary. If someone falls into the pit, the pit doesn't move. So that's why the Mishnah that's what the Pasuk had to say, each one. The Gemara is going to go through what are the exact differences. Hatzara, Shavashibahen, the one thing, the one common denominator in all of them is Shadark and Lahazik. It's common for an, a damage to happen. Shmiros and Alecha, it's your responsibility. Ukeshehizik, and when it happens, Chav, Hamazik, Lashalim, Tashuminezik, Metavarz, the owner of the damager has to pay to, with the choices of his land. Uh, meaning you can't give cheap land, you have to give of the best. Okay, that's the Mishnah, and we will see. Now, the Mishnah says, Arba Oves Nezikin, that there are four Oves, like uh, main categories of Nezikin. Midiktani Oves, from the fact that Mishnah says Oves, Mechlal Dekotaldis. You could deduce that there are Taldis, meaning there are subcategories. That, let's say, Shar has within it an Av and a Talda. Right, there's the main thing, and then there's the subcategories. Now, we find this in many areas of halacha, most notably is Shabbos, right? There's Av Malacha and Atolda. So the question is, basically, let me lay out the next da'af. It's actually a couple da'af, but the first, today's da'af. By Shabbos, an Av and Atolda are the same. Now, they're called differently, as the Gemara is going to explain, because an Av was in the Mishkan, Atolda was not in the Mishkan, but there's no difference in halacha between Av and Atolda. If you do an Av Malacha, you're Chayiv Skila. If you do Atolda Malacha, you're also Chayiv Skila. There's no difference. It's more semantics. On the other hand, we have by Tuma, there's av, Avha Tuma, right? And Avha Tuma is like a Sheretz, right? That's the source of the Tuma. A Sheretz, uh, Zera of a person, um, or a person that touched a dead body, because the dead body is Aviavos, the person is an Avha Tuma. You have the Avha Tuma, and then you have everything that they touch is called a Tolda. It's the subcategory, right? So you have the Sheretz, which is the Av, and then if the Sheretz touches something, what it touches is a tolda. There are differences in halacha between av and a tolda. A sheretz can contaminate things that the thing that touches the sheretz cannot. So an av is more severe. So by Shabbos, there's no distinction. It's more semantics. By tuma, there are differences. The question is, by nezikin, whatever the av is, which we'll talk about, and whatever the tolda is, which we'll also talk about, is there a difference in halacha between the av and the tolda? By nezikin, by damages. 
So Gemara explains like this. Gabi Shabbos, Tanan, it says regarding Shabbos, Avos Malachos Arbam Chazrachos. There are 39 Av Malachos. Avos Machadikatoldis. Now, if you call something an Av Malach, if there's 39 Avos Malachos, that means that there are subcategories, there are Toldis, there are subcategories of each Malacha. Right? Toldis saying, Kiyotzeben, I love Kiyotzeben. So, what is the status by Shabbos? Are the Toldis the same? And is it just semantics, or are there halachic differences? So at first the Gemara tries to explain that there is a halachic difference by the laws of Shabbos. What is the difference? Uh, first it says, av chatos, I mean, if you do an av malacha, you're going to be chayv chatos. If you do a tolda, you're going to be chayv chatos. av skila, If you do an av, you're chayv skila. If you do a tolda, you're skila. So what's the difference? So the Gemara says there is one small difference between an av and a tolda, and that is, nafkemina ilu adadi. Let's say a person does in one act of forgetting. He's shaygig, right? He forgets a Shabbos, and he does two different avos malachos. So he does, I don't know, he does, uh, he winnows, and he sifts. Okay? In one forgetting. Inami shtei toldas ba'adadi, or instead of two avos, he does two separate toldas in one forgetting. Mechaiva kol chadav chadav, yechaiv two carbon chatases. But let's say in one forgetting he does the av and it's tolda, right? Whatever an av and it's tolda is, you do an av and it's tolda. What's the halacha? Right? So let's say he he plants a tree and he waters the tree. So the av is planting and the subcategory of the tolda is 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 watering. So he does that in one forgetting. You only have one carbon. That's the only difference of the difference in av and a tolda is that avos require their own chiv uh, and an avin tolda only get one, if it's the tolda of that av. So that's the one difference. So the Gemara says, well, that's not universally accepted. According to Rav Eliezer, in that scenario, you be chayiv two. According to Rav Eliezer, there's no difference. If you do two different avos in one forgetting chayiv two, if you do different toldas in one forgetting chayiv two, if you do an avin tolda in one forgetting chayiv two, there's no difference between avin tolda. So the Gemara says, according to Rav Eliezer, the mechayiv told av. My ik, uh, my karli av, my karli tolda. According to Rav Elazar, there is zero halachic difference between av and tolda. So why is one called an av, one called a tolda? So the Gemara says, you're right. There's no difference. The answer is very simple. There is no halachic difference. It's semantics. So why is one called an av, one called a tolda? If that action was involved in the building of the mishkan, it's called an av. If it wasn't, it's called a tolda. Very simple. So by Shabbos, basically an av and a tolda are the same. It's just. Uh, it's just different ways of uh, categorizing them, but they're, they're the same. Now, that's all regarding Shabbos. Opposite extreme is Tumah. Gabi Tumah's Tanan, when it comes to Tumah, the Mishnah says in Kalim, Avos HaTumah, the Av of Tumah, the primary source of Tumah are Sheretz, the, you know, the dead lizard, whatever. Shechva Zera, a man's Zera, semen of a man. Go to the next page. Tameh Meis, and someone who touched a, a dead body. Right. So those are all Avos. Told the same lab but there's a major difference, right? If you have someone that touched a dead body, he's the av. He touches someone, that person is a tolda, is a rishon. There are major differences between the first guy and the second guy. How so? Ilu av metami adam an av can contaminate a person and vessels. Vilu toldas, but a tolda cannot. Meaning a sheretz, if a sheretz touches a person, that person is tami. And is, he's, uh, he's, but the sheretz is able to contaminate a person. But a person that touches a sheretz, that touches another person, is not does not transmit Tumah. The only thing it does is it transmits food. Tumah to food. But it cannot contaminate a person or vessel. So there's a major difference in the laws of Tumah regarding Av and Tolda. So Shav is no difference. Tumah, yes difference. The question is, what about 
Nezikin. Hachamai. Is there a difference in Hezek? Again, there's Arba Avas Nezikin. In one of these four, is there a difference between the Av and the Tolda? So, Amrav Papa. This, this line from Rav Papa, I think it's going to be like three or four daf, if I'm not mistaken. Some Avas and Toldas are the same, some are different. Meaning, there are four of them, there are four um, Avas Nezikin, there are four main categories. Some of them, they're told us are the same, some of them not. you got to go through each one. Basically, there's no rule, you got to go through each one. So what we're going to do today is we're going to try to find out which one is the same and which one is different. So let's start with the first one. Arbav Zizikin, right? The first one was Hashar, an ox. Now within the ox, the ox has, within the ox, the ox has three ovos. So the ox is like, you know, the title page. And then within the ox, there's three ovos. Gimel ovos number Bashar. Karen, Shane, and Regal. A horn, right? Goring, Shane, eating, and Regal, uh, trampling. Now, the major, by the way, as you're going to see, those are the three ovos of an ox. They all have told us. Now, the told us are not necessarily with the same body part, it's with the same concept. Meaning, let me explain each one. A Karen, when an, ax, an animal gores, that's the av malacha. The Av of uh, Hezek, of Ashar. Now, the Tolda, what's the main Indian of a Karen? The main Indian of a Karen is it's not very common for an animal to gore. Um, it has no pleasure from the goring. And, um, and it intends to damage. Those are the three main points. Those are the three main points by a Karen. That it's not very common, it has no pleasure from it, and it intends to do what it does. So sometimes you'll have a tolda, a tolda can be without a horn. A tolda can be, if it has those those characteristics, that's a tolda of a keter. A shane, which is eating, uh, you know, a shane would be pleasure, it has pleasure. And a regel is very, very common, it's where the animal's just walking and it tramples something. So let's go through each one. So the question is, one of these things, not just by Shar, Shar, Bar, Mav, and Hever, one of these, the, the Av and the Tolder are not the same. So let's analyze within Shar. Let's start Shar. Shar has three. All we're going to do today is Karen. Let's figure out what is the Av of Karen, what are the Toldas of a Karen, and are they different? Spoiler, they're not. So the Mishnah says, the Gemara says, Karen Minolan. First of all, how do I know that a Karen, which is a horn, how do I know that a Karen, that the damage of Karen is done with a horn? So, to Tanur Abanan, the Pasuk says, Ki yigach, right? The Pasuk describes damages, Ki yigach shar es ish, right? The Pasuk says, when an animal yigach, a man, and kills him. So what does yigach mean? So how do I know that yigach means a horn? E yigach means to strike the person with a horn. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, is a Pasuk in Tzidkia. The Pasuk says, Vayas Tzidkia ben Kanana karne barzel, that Tzidkia ben Kanania took horns of iron, Obviously not of an animal, but he took horns. You know, took iron, made it look like horn. He says, "With these tinagach, I will, I will pierce, I will gore aram." So you see, um, so you see that that the word nagach is referring to a horn because he said, "With this horn, yinagach." One second. Recording stopped. 
So you see the word yinagach referring to a horn. Ve'oimer, a second source that kiyigach refers to a horn. Bechar sharoi hadarloi, the Pasuk says, a king is like an ox. Ve'karne re'im karnov, and his majesty is like horns. Bahem amim yinagach, and with those horns yinagach, he will... So you see the word kiyigach says two sources. One is from Tzidkiah, the false prophet, who said with these horns yinagach. And the second one is this Pasuk. So my Ve'oimer, what do you do the second Pasuk for? So the Gemara says, Ve'chitema divrei tarimidivir. Very simple. We're trying to figure out the biblical explanation of the word kiigach, what part of the animal is it, and that we brought a pasuk of Yasli Tzidkia. Tzidkia is in Malachim, it's in Navi. So maybe we don't want to learn Torah uh, from Nevi'im. The problem is it's not learning anything. It's not like learning a Chiddush from Navi. It's, there's a word in the Torah that we're trying to translate, and the Navi is just translating it for us. It's not like, like I understand, if, the, if there's a concept that like we're going to learn from the Navi a whole new concept, a whole Chiddush. I get that you'd be a little bit uncomfortable doing that, but this is not that. This is this is that there's a word in the Torah that we don't know exactly how to translate, and we're looking at Navi just push it as a giloy, just to reveal what the Torah means. That we can do. So what's the issue? I need a second pasuk. That's not learning out from Navi. So what's what, why do you need the second pasuk? So the answer is like this. The, the issue with the first Pasuk is that Sidkia was referring to a horn that was detached from an animal. It was a piece of metal in the shape of a horn. We're trying to apply that to the laws of a horn by an animal that's attached. Here's the issue. There's one very unique halacha regarding an animal uh, karen, goring, and that is that the first three times that it does it, you only have to pay half damages, and after three times the animal is what's called a muid, then you have to pay full. The reason being, after three times, that's on you. The problem with the first source is that we're trying to apply it to an animal whose horns are attached, but your source is for a horn that's detached, so then I would argue maybe that distinction between the first three times and the fourth time, that the first three times it's half damage and the fourth time it's full damage, maybe that's only when the animal grabs a horn in its teeth, because it's detached, if that's your pasuk. Therefore, we need a second pasuk to say, Karni reim karnov. No, while it's attached, yigach. That was the issue for the first pasuk. I might say with, if, with just the first source, that when the Torah makes a distinction between tam and mood, that the first three times you pay half, and fourth time you pay full, Maybe that's only by an animal that the horn is detached. How would a horn be detached? The horn fell off, the animal picked it up within its teeth and ran into the person. You could say, oh, the first three times is very rare. But that's what the Pasuk is referring to. Detached horns. But maybe if the horn is attached and it just gores in the regular way, maybe you should always pay full. That's what you need a second Pasuk to say that Yigach means horns. Okay. So the first av that we're going to analyze within Shar is horns. What are the toldas? And again, the tolda of an av does not mean the same body part. You could have toldas of a karen with teeth and with feet. The main side of a karen is that it's not very common. It doesn't get pleasure from it. It's not like it's eating. And it intends to do damage. If you have those three, it could be different animal parts. So tolda karen, what are an example of toldas of karen? So nagifa pushing. The animal shoves you with its body, not with its horn. Neshicha, biting. Not eating, biting. So that's not very common. Intends to do damage and does not get pleasure from it. Revitza, sitting. The animal sits on, on, on you know, a, a pot and breaks it. Ubita, and kicking. Again, regal is where it's walking regular. This is, a, it intends to do damage and it hits. So, now the Gemara just has a quick question. Before we analyze this, so uh, a horn is the av malacha, because it's yigach, means horn. 
but Negifa pushing without the horn is a tolda. Why? So why is with the horn called an ab? Because the pasuk says yigach. It's gonna you know gore with an axe with the, with the horn. No negifa namik sif ki yigof. But there's a pasuk. The pasuk says ki yigof. The pasuk says ki yigach ish ashar. Right when the pasuk describes a person, it says ki yigach. But when it describes an animal goring another animal, it says ki yigof shar ish. So you see the word yigayf, which is pushing. So it says the word yigayf, which is horns, that you're calling an av, because it's in the Torah. But negifa, which is pushing with the body, shoving with the body, that's also in the Torah, ki yigof. So the Gemara answers, no, hai negifa negichihi. When the Torah says the word yigof, it actually means horns. Meaning, generally, since the Torah was written in Chazal's terminology, yigof means pushing with the body. But when the Torah says yigach and yigaf, it's the same, horns. One is where it's goring a person, that's yigach with a ches, and one is goring an animal, an animal to an animal violence, which is yigof. But they're both horns. The pushing with the body is not sourced in the Torah, that's why it's called a tolda. So, as the Brisa says, in one parsha, the Pasuk describes goring as with yigach and goring as yigaf. Both are the same, they're both gore, uh, horns. So basically, in the Torah's terminology, yigach and yigaf are the same. One is goring a person, and one is goring an animal. Why does the Torah use different terminology for both? The answer is ksiv ki yigach The answer is yigach implies more force, more of a brutal attack. And that's why it says that by a person, you see, because people have mazel. People have the ability to protect themselves. They either mazel means an angel watching, or it just means pashit, that, that we're more, um, we more protect ourselves a little bit more. And therefore, for an animal to attack a person is harder than to attack uh, an, uh, an animal. So, yigach, by a person, is because it takes more to damage a person, as opposed to um, an animal... Now, the person has intelligence to avoid being hit. So therefore it says, which implies more damage. It's harder to hit a person. That's why. So it's the same thing. It's the same act. But once a person wants an animal, so for a person, for a person, you have to, uh, for a person, it, it, it takes more. So it says with a chas. Now, what, what's the halachic difference from the fact that it takes more to damage a person than to damage an animal? We said before that for the first three times, it's considered you pay half damage when it gores because you didn't really expect it. The fourth time, that's on you. Now you got to pay full. Says the Gemara, what if the first three times it gored an animal? And now it gored a person. So it's the first time goring a person, but it's the fourth time goring in general. The halacha is, does not count. Why? Because goring an animal is easy. Goring a person is more impressive. So you need, if it gored a person three times, now it's for sure a violent animal. And now if it damages anybody a fourth time, a person or an animal, that's considered full payment. But if it if it gored a animal three times, that's not a big deal. They don't have mazel to protect themselves. But then, it, so then if it gores a person for the first time, even though it's the fourth time damaging in general, you only have to pay chatzin nezek. If an animal attacked a person three times, that's considered a muid, even for attacking animals, but vice versa not. Okay, so we said that the tolda of a keren is pushing with the body, 
and then biting. So the Gemara asks, I mentioned this before, that it doesn't matter the body part, it's more the, the concept behind it. So the Gemara speaks this out. Neshicha told the Shani, wouldn't biting be teeth? The answer is no. The difference is by teeth, there's pleasure when it eats. That's that's the definition of shane, is that pleasure. The, the, what makes Karen Karen is the fact that there's no pleasure. Biting has no pleasure, therefore it's more categorized as Karen than Shane. The next one was squatting and kicking. So the Gemara says, wouldn't that be a told of regal? Wouldn't kicking be more regal? The answer is no. Loi, regal has ekemotza, As I said before, regal is very common. This is not common. That's more Karen department. So now we want to know, to, to summarize this, to, to end this discussion by Karen, we're looking for a situation where the Av and Tolda are different. So our first Av is Karen. Karen is the Av, and these all are the Toldas. Are they the same or different? The answer is they're exactly the same. You'll have to pay by Karen, you'll have to pay by Nagifa, you'll have to pay by Nagicha, you'll have to pay by Ravitsa, Beita. They're all, there's no difference. So the Gemara says, you should have to pay by the av and the toldas. The answer is yes, you're right. The answer is we conclude this discussion, at least for today, that when Rav Papa said that av and toldas are different, he was not referring to Karen. Karen, the av and the tolda is the same. Maybe he was referring to other things. So tomorrow we're going to analyze Shane and Regal, see if maybe that was different. But Karen is the same in Avinatolda, like Hilchah Shabbos. Stop here.